From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. This episode is number 133 and I'm talking about letting go. Letting go of things. Letting go of negative people. Letting go of pain. And a huge part of my recovery journey was to let go of the habits that weren't serving me, letting to let go of the traumas from my past, the parts of me that I wanted to hold on to, but they weren't serving me. And I needed to let these things go in order for my higher self to emerge. And so I really want to want to get into that today. But before I want to go over your comments on last week's episode because you guys send me so many great comments and I see that this podcast is really helping you. And a lot of people are opening themselves up, not, not only on the YouTube channel, but you guys send me emails and you open yourselves up to me about the challenges you face. And that's unbelievably rewarding to me because I started this whole podcast in my YouTube channel and I remember filming in my car and me opening up to this camera about all the stuff, the pain, the suffering that I went through with health anxiety and anxiety. And I then decided to take a leap of faith and to post it on YouTube. And that was the beginning of my journey with with this the channel and with the podcast. And a big part of what I'm doing here is the passion that I have for self-development, for reaching that higher self. And I see it all the time with my clients. I see it all the time with you guys, with your comments and how the this podcast and these videos are helping you. So I'm really grateful for that. So I want to go over your comments on last week's episode 132, and it was about the 10 signs you may be suffering from health anxiety, and you guys found it really powerful, and I want to start off with Shubman. He says, any solutions you want to recommend for this, I will be forever grateful. So here you're referring to the episode and the solutions to health anxiety. And my channel is all about tools, is all about the information needed to get past anxiety and to live a more meaningful life. So just follow the podcast, follow the YouTube videos, and you're, you will find the tools in there because I, I'm all about tools. I'm all about strategies and this is not a coping channel. Nikki says, this podcast keeps me on the road to recovery. I could not recommend this show enough for anybody who just wants to 
improve their life. Thank you, Nikki, for your kind words. Uh, Pilar F. says, I totally agree with your number one sign of health anxiety. I would unconsciously avoid situations that would make me feel trapped. I remember avoiding the doctors for years because of this. It's crazy the excuses we tell ourselves. 100% beautifully put, and I'm so grateful that you decided to share your struggles and your journey. And I'm glad that episode really spoke to you, Pilar. Thank you. So let's get into this episode, letting go of things, letting go of that pain. Because when you decide that you want to move past something, there's going to be pain involved. There was a lot of pain in my recovery journey because I had to come to the realization that I'm flawed, that I need to change, and that these addic- these addictions no longer serve me and they're no longer beneficial. I'm just holding on to them. And so it's important to start off this episode by talking about the ego because it's the ego that keeps us attached to not only materialism, but our identity, what makes up who we are. And killing off those habits that no longer serve you for the better is no easy feat. It's not easy. You're letting go a part of who you are, a part of your identity, because you've been practicing these habits, you've been practicing these thought patterns, you've been practicing these emotions for such a long time. So to think that there's a quick fix out there, that's the wrong way to look at it. The right way to look at it is that it comes, the the freedom that comes from letting go comes after the hard part, the painful realizations and the voluntary confrontations of those parts of you that you don't want to confront, right? Like confronting the dragon of chaos, you have to go in the cave or the dragon grows from a baby dragon to a large dragon, but still you don't avoid it. Even though it's an adult now, you still have to go and kill that thing, confront that thing. And so you are letting go a part of who you are. And that pushes you out into this new unknown territory that you haven't explored yet. For example, me going through my recovery journey. I don't know. I've never done this journey before. So I started to learn about anxiety. I started to learn about new ways of being by adopting these mentors that overcame these challenges and like listening to them and watching them and understanding what did they do? What did they do exactly to overcome this challenge? Because for me, this is like climbing Mount Everest. Right? This is the battle of you and your own mind, the greatest battle you're ever going to fight. 
And so what did they do? Study these people. And so because I started this study and watch, I moved out into this unfamiliar territory. And because it's so unfamiliar, I'm met with resistance. My old self, my unconscious mind is like, hey, Brad, let's go back to our old ways because that's what's familiar to you. And then part of me wanted to go back. A part of me did. And that's the failure part of the journey is you go back to your old ways and then you, and then you beat yourself up because you've, you went to the other side for a brief moment, right? You went to the other side. You saw what, is, what it, you could be. And so that haunts your dreams, right? And so you go back to your old ways and you stumble around saying, you know, I don't like being here. I don't like smoking weed or drinking alcohol or smoking cigarettes or, or just staying stagnant and avoiding work because of this health anxiety and being in this bubble of suffering. I've witnessed somebody who's overcame it, who overcame it. And I've stepped into that unknown territory for that moment and I, I felt different. And so people are more, more likely going to go back into the unknown territory. And it's the unknown territory. Where is, that's where you gather the new information, right? That's where you gather the new information. information. And so you have to also replace that old habit with something new because now you have a massive open slot in your day to where that old habit used to be. I, I remember starting to wake up early at 6 a.m. I never used to wake up early. I used to wake up at 10, 1030. I would sleep in, but I wanted to improve my life. So I decided, hey, I'm going to challenge myself and wake up early every single day. And so when I started to wake up early at six, I, I found that I had so much time on my hands. So you have to find new habits to fit into your day that will help you improve yourself and that, you, that will benefit your higher self. And then the less you make this old habit a part of you, by attaching a lot of pain to it constantly, the more you will move past it. So the more pain you attach to these old habits you want to overcome or these addictions you want to overcome, the more you'll move past it and be less attached to them. And so the ego can keep you from becoming free. Identified to objects or beliefs that when gone, you yourself will be gone as well. And you certainly act this way when you try and overcome an addiction and you end up going back to it. As simple as that. Because you've built up these pathways for such a long time, these reward circuits in your brain You've built them up so that when you no longer do the habit, the addiction, it, 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 it makes itself known. And then you end up going, 
and you end up going back to it. So it's a constant failing and and it's it's a constant failure process. That's for sure, definitely when you go through this recovery journey. So you have to prove to yourself that you're that you are able to live without these things. And it was very gratifying for me to let go of a lot of the materialistic goods I possessed because I had a lot of things. I had a lot of clothes. My room was pretty stuffed with things. And I want to recommend a Netflix documentary called Minimalism, which I discovered a long time ago when I was uh, overcoming my anxiety. I realized that by getting rid of a lot of things in my room would, in fact, make me feel more free. And this is really, really, really interesting. And, well, it's par- the reason why you would feel more free, it's partly due to the lessening of obstacles and the mental the mental energy that it takes to decide on what to pay attention to, right? So, for example, if you have a messy room, then those things lying about on the floor are treated as obstacles and you feel tense because your anxiety system activates, because the stress response activates when obstacles make themselves known. So if your goal is to walk to the other side of the room and open a drawer to grab underwear and you have to kick things out of your way on the floor to get to the drawer and then you struggle to open the drawer because, well, it's packed, it's stuffed full of things and then you open the drawer and then all of a sudden you look in there and you see mountains of underwear and socks and some have holes in them because you were too lazy to throw them away so you have to dig for the pair that you want to dig that you want to wear and so this consists of a lot more mental effort than to simply walk over with nothing on the floor you have a clear path and then you open the drawer smoothly everything is neat and tidy there's not a lot to choose from you just have your usual pairs of underwear and you grab a pair and you put them on that takes a lot less mental energy and so minimalism is so powerful because there are less things to pay attention to and the less you have the more freeing your mind becomes it's so true that the state of your room directly reflects the state of your mind. And I know people who have messy homes, messy homes. You walk in there, it's chaos. All you see are obstacles. All you see are things that get in the way. There's too much. There's too much information, right? And I see the person themselves suffering from anxiety. Their mind is in chaos. Their mind is in chaos. Their home is in chaos. 
And for me, donating many of my shirts from my closet made the decision process of deciding what to wear today in the morning that much more simple, right? And the feelings of being overwhelmed by the many different options when you would open the closet would lessen dramatically and have lessened dramatically. There are a lot less options. Letting go of a negative friend in your life is also unbelievably difficult. So I really want to talk about this next. And my friend of 10 years, whom I hung around for a long time and really depended upon to make me happy, I realized he was a negative influence and an obstacle for me to reach my higher self. Because at the time when I was deeply suffering from health anxiety and and making the decision to change things in my life, I knew that he was someone who was holding me back. I knew that when I was hanging around him, I would engage in impulsive habits that I no longer wanted to engage in because they were keeping me stuck. I I just knew they were keeping me stuck. And it didn't happen overnight either. And I was lessening our time together because I found that the less time I was spending with him, the, the better, the more productive my days would become, inevitably become. I I just wanted to spend that time learning about anxiety, overcoming addictions and obstacles and challenges that I was confronting. And things just got better. I just, I found that the less I would hang about him, the more I was able to do productive things, even if it was just one little thing, right? And the the less, the, the I would say, things in my life became less worse, right? That's the thing. And the more time I spent away from him, the more I developed my own independent beliefs. This increased the rate of how different we as people became. We used to hang around each other because we were a lot alike, right? And this new identity I was creating was something that he couldn't connect with anymore and I with him. Our personalities just became extremely different. In that way, that's how the relationship died off. I was willing to sacrifice my friendship with him so that I can overcome the challenges of anxiety I was contending with. And letting go of my attachment to the symptoms of my health anxiety was a huge accomplishment for me when I used to suffer from health anxiety. I remember lying in bed unable to sleep because all my mind would do would 
focus and obsess over the symptoms and it would just keep this loop alive and I would not get to sleep. And by letting go, by letting myself feel the pain, feel the suffering, feel my body, and to accept that whatever's there is there was unbelievably brave, but also freeing to just let go of it, that attachment to the symptom. And I was able to fall asleep because I would just lie there and I would let the feelings of that pain flow through me. And then the pain would flow and would be painful and then the feeling would subside and then dissipate. And then I would be left there in this complete acceptance mode. And I would drift off to sleep. I would no longer give those symptoms the energy they wanted. The more energy I gave to those symptoms, the more they would stick around. And I found that the more I would engage in this letting go, this acceptance strategy, the less I would pay attention to the symptoms and, and the less the symptoms would be there. I, I, sometimes I would go half the day and realize, hey, I didn't even pay attention to that symptom. The symptom wasn't even there. And when I start to think about the symptom, the symptom comes back. And that was an eye-opening experience to say the least. So feel the pain and ride the wave and get, lessen your coping strategies, lessen your time in front of the TV, spend time with yourself, ride the wave of that pain and that uncomfortable feeling. And on the other side of that feeling is that emotional freedom. And before I end this podcast, I want to go over and quote Tyler Durden from Fight Club because I remember watching this movie when I was younger and being so taken back by this quote that he says in the movie. You're not your job. You're not how much money you have in the bank. You're not the car you drive. You're not the contents of your wallet. You're not your khakis. And then he has another quote saying, it's only after you lost everything that you are free to do anything. And that just completely blew me away. And that's where I'm going to leave you on this podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here with me. I hope this podcast has helped you. And if it has, please send me your comments and I'll be forever grateful for that. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. Before I go, I just want to mention that for a limited time, you can get the Anxiety Project program for 50% off. All you have to do is rate and review this podcast on iTunes and then send me an email by going to unpluganxiety.com and let me know that you did that. And I will send you the coupon code so that you can get the program for 50% off. I will see you on the next podcast. 
or video. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery.